welcome to the James River College Podcast. We hope that this episode encourages you in whatever walk of life that you are in. So grab your Bibles, grab your notebooks, and welcome home to James River College. Hey friends, my name is Justin Smith and I'm the Student Development Director at James River College. And over the last several years, uh, I've had the privilege of getting to know several people. And uh, over the next several weeks, we're going to sit down with several of my friends and talk life, ministry, business. We're going to talk all kinds of different things, different subjects, different topics that I think you would enjoy. So we're going to call this Coffee Conversations. And uh, so today, I uh, want to start off with a great friend, uh, a guy who I've really looked up to. Uh, even though he's much younger than me, uh, I do have such uh, honor and respect for you. And uh, so this is Austin Westlake. Uh, more than a title, uh, he's a friend, and uh, but he is the Southern Missouri District Youth Director for the Assemblies of God and is doing such a phenomenal job. You've been at this how long now? Uh, a little over two years, so we celebrated two years like last week. Oh my goodness, so, it seems like yesterday. Yeah. I know, I know. It's, and then uh, it sometimes it seems like five years ago. Yes, because, yeah, especially because the season that we've all been through, it's like it, right. it seems like we've been at it for a lot longer than we have, but other days I'm like, whoa, it's like we just moved here, and two years already. Yeah, so tell me real quick, tell me, uh, or tell our friends, who, tell me about you, tell me about your family. Yeah. All right, you're married, got a wonderful wife. Yep, yep, I have an we awesome all, We all know the secret to ministry is not necessarily what we bring to the table, what our spouse brings to the table, right? Absolutely, the Holy so. Spirit speaks to me often through the voice <laughs> of the Holy Lauren. It's, uh, it's crazy, but um, yeah, I have an amazing wife, uh, Lauren, and uh, we've been married now for uh, over seven years, and uh, together we have a son, Jude, who is three and a half. Yeah. And uh, he is a wild, wild man. He's awesome. But uh, he, he is awesome, and we love him so much. And uh, he's adorable, and he knows it. So now it's getting to the point where he knows that he's super cute, and so he can get away with stuff. But uh, we love him, and um, we're getting ready to welcome a baby girl into the family oh, in December. So, uh, yeah, I am. Do you have a name yet? Um, we is we it has a private. Couple, it is private. We have a couple of options. We haven't like settled on this is absolutely the name. You told me, but Justina. Okay, it's well, also it's amazing. It's not quite. <laughs> but no, we, no. We a couple names, but that's not one of them. Um, <laughs> but uh, it hasn't been officially decided on. But we kind of know where we're going to go. So. That's great. Yeah, that's great. So, um, you were born in Missouri? No, I was actually born uh, just outside of Chicago, in uh, Naperville, right. Illinois where my dad was a youth pastor um, from 1988 to 1994, almost 95. And um, yeah, that, that's where that's where I was born. And my family, though, really is from Kansas City, Missouri. Okay. That's where my family is really, we would all say that's home. Uh, my grandfather uh, took over a church there in the 1970s, pastored it for about 35 years, while I handed it over to my dad in 2006. And uh, that's where my family has, has spent the most time. So I, I lived there from the time I was uh, 12, Twenty-eight. So, so, so are you second generation preacher's kid? Third generation. Third generation preacher's Third generation kid. preacher's kid. That's um, fun. There were 13. I think I was the 13th or 14th person in my family to go to Central Bible College. Wow. So, yeah, there was a lot of people on both sides who went to CBC. That's awesome. Um, rest in peace, CBC. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, that was uh, you know that was just a part of the family. It was pretty cool. So yeah, that's really fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, I come from a ministry family as well. My wife comes from a ministry family, and it's such a I don't know. When you're a kid, you're like, oh, my dad's a preacher. And yes. But then then later as you grow up, you go, wow, what a blessing that is. Mm-hmm. And um, it's a lot of fun. It's a yeah. lot of fun. 
So when you when you were a kid, when you were younger, so what year were you born? 1990. 1990. Yep. I was a freshman in high school. <laughs> That's crazy. In 1990. That just makes me feel. Did really you have cool. a mullet? I didn't, but I'm kind of growing one right now. Oh, kinda, I wish kinda, I had kinda, one. Kind of, kind of going for it. If Lauren would let me have one, I would have one tomorrow. My dad wouldn't let me have a mullet. <laughs> he wouldn't let me have one. So, quick story. Came home one day, um, and my friends have been getting this like, like kind of feathery haircut with like shade on the sides, and I'm like, that's what I want. One because I wanted to fit in. Yeah, of course. Two because I needed a haircut, and so I went and got my haircut. Came home. It was straight bowl cut. She just cut like right here and shaved. And I came home, I'll never forget this. I came home, my dad goes, looked at me, he goes, What did you do? I was like, I got the new haircut. And he goes, That's dumb. And I was like, Literally, we walk in our front door, and right to the right was my bedroom. I just looked down and went, Walked in. Yeah, I was like, I, I wore a hat for like three weeks. So. Oh, yeah. That's but, yeah. Everyone has had one of those haircuts where you have to wear a hat. Yeah, like it looks like somebody put a blindfold on and tried to carve a pumpkin or something. That's like we have all all had it. Okay, so after after uh, the release, the state of Missouri released us back into the wild after COVID. Did you get a haircut before you were out of COVID or after you let out? Um, I got a haircut after. Mm. So I went a long time without a haircut. I wore I wore this hat for about <laughs> I probably wore this hat for like two months straight. Yeah, did not take it off. You know, it, it's it's really funny because you can go like I, I can go like three weeks mm-hmm. without getting a haircut, and I'm I'm like the crisscross of Samson, right? And so Samson's hair grows out and he gets strength. Mine grows out and I feel like I get weaker. And I'm like I don't know if it's a security issue. I, I'm not sure. But I do because my wife makes fun of me. She'll just she'll she'll I'll be having a conversation with her and rather than look at my eyes, I can see that she's looking up at my hair if it's been like two and a half, three weeks, and I already know what that means. I'll just say, I'll schedule it. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. You're, you're I like, know. You don't even need to talk to me. I got it. <laughs> yeah. I'm in. Yep. yep. So um, one of the things I appreciate about you is your knowledge of sports. Right? So you're a sports guy. I, I like it, but limited knowledge. But okay. Like so let's do this. Top five. All across the board, athletes. Ever? Ever. Go. Uh, Tiger Woods. Michael Jordan. Um, I, I, I really hate to say this. Are we doing athletes or like winners, champions? And athletes. Overall. I mean, I think you, you've got, well. I, I, wait, wait, wait. Are you going to say the TV word? Yeah. Don't, don't say it. And I don't want to say it. Skip it. Okay. All right. Uh, I'm Brady. Um, okay. And then uh, Serena Williams. Yeah, come on. Wow. I mean, she is a machine. Wow. She's a machine. You've thought about this before. Um, Serena Williams. Yeah, she's a machine. Yeah. Um, and then I would say uh, LeBron James. Ooh. Um, and then uh, having any baseball players, I would say Bo Jackson has got to be. Ooh. I mean, we're just talking athlete. It's got to be Pure. Bo Jackson or Pure athlete. Sanders. Um, Pure athlete. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so football. Yeah, just started last week. Well, let's go. Did you watch the Kansas City Chiefs play? Of course. Right. Absolutely. Right. Was it weird for you watching um, it? It kind of was because I've never been able to watch my team in football and think we're champions. Like I've never mm. had that feeling to, to watch them knowing that we're already champions. Wow. Uh, so that's that that's awesome. huge. So when you come down to um, when you're watching the game, mm-hmm. 
And I'm watching on TV. Kansas City is known to be one of the loudest stadiums yep. in the in the country. Yep. There's only twenty thousand people in the stadium, yep. as opposed to sixty thousand. Mm-hmm. Were you shocked at how loud it was on TV? Did you think they were piping it in or something? I thought they were. Yeah, it seemed like they were. We were like, man, it still seems really loud. Um, and I don't know if it was just because it, there was more seats for it to echo off of, less clothing to soak up all the all the sound or whatever. Yeah. But uh, either way, it was loud, and I, I was surprised by it. But you know what? We're, we're the champs, so we're, That's right. we're, we got the best fans, too. Can we, can we just parallel this real quick with church? Can I um, give you my thoughts on this? Sure. So I'm watching the game. Mm-hmm. A third of the stadium... Still super loud. Yeah. Matter of fact, I heard um, one uh, Travis Kelsey said in an interview. He's like, they uh, the Texans were on third down, and they still they had to like totally change everything because they couldn't hear because it's still a third of the crowd. So let's put it in a church perspective. Mm-hmm. If we look at the church and we think everybody's involved, yeah. When the truth is, it's about a third of the crowd. Yeah. Could you imagine if we had everybody involved right now? If you had every student involved, if you yeah. had every person worshiping in, in, yeah. in the service, if yeah. everybody was lifting their voice, how loud would it really be? Because I've, I've been to the Chiefs games because I went to watch my Indianapolis Colts get worked. Matter of fact, we were there together. We, we went there together. Coldest night of my life. Single coldest night of my life. I've never been in such pain. It was <laughs> it's so cold. It was amazing. <laughs> And what was more painful is that your team was winning and throttling us. In the playoffs. Yeah. But I remember looking around, even at that game, mm-hmm. and it's so loud. Yeah. But I looked around, and there's a lot of people not cheering. Yeah. There's a lot, a lot, not a lot of people involved. Mm-hmm. What would you say, not trying to shift it real quick, but yeah. what would you say... To the people who may be watching this video, to a student, a college student, a, yeah. someone who's thinking about going to James River College, what would you say to a student or even to a, a, a leader or yeah. just maybe a parent that's watching this today yeah. about their involvement right now? What should they be doing? Um, I, should, I, I, I would say that they should just be consistent, just be showing up, getting involved. Yeah. Um, right now, a very hot topic is in leadership is influence right everyone wants to be an influencer yeah whether it's social media or otherwise people right. want influence and truth is god has a measure of influence that all of us are supposed to have but we'll never have the influence he wants us to have without the involvement that he's expecting us to give and so we have to give involvement we have to show up have to be consistent have to be involved and really no one else can can give the contribution that god wants us to give Wow. So it's easy to look at the crowd and say, oh, there's other people doing it. Right. But no one can give the exact contribution that we can give. Right. Um, and so it changes everything. It changes the game. Yeah. And it makes everything more effective, right? Because when the tide rises, all the boats rise. Right. Yeah. That's it. So That's it. You know, it's, it's really cool. We, we heard a phenomenal message yesterday by Pastor John Wendell. Yeah. And on, on excuses. Yeah. And I was like, holy I was cow. Big. And, oh, yeah, for, for real, right? It's yeah. like. Just when you think you're like, I do, I do enough. I'm, I'm busy, right? Which busy yeah. is such a, an excuse word. Right. Yep. Right? Yep. And right. Um, so we're, we're going through all that. Going back to the game. Mm-hmm. So a third of the stadium, right? Yep. And, and I'm like, we're, we're trying to be smart right now. I'm not traveling too far from, from right. the homeland. Right. And just trying to keep everybody safe. And 
uh, I'm talking to one of my one of our students and uh, one of my friends at the college. Did you know that there were still tickets available for that game? No, I didn't. So, if you could be one of the most unique games yep. in the history of the game, yep. and you could be a part of it, and there were people thinking, "There's no way I can go," yep. but there were still tickets available yep. an hour before the game. Yep. And I think so many times we look at that and go, "There's not an opportunity for me." Right. There's there's not a place where I'm yep. going to fit in. Yep. There's not a, there's not a thing that I can do that's going to be like. Win win, yeah. you know. So they go well. Can't help. Yeah. Listen, I've never been to an event where I couldn't have one more person help stack yeah. chairs. Absolutely. I've never been yeah. to an event where I could, didn't have someone who could greet and say hello. Yeah. To people, what are some simple things like that you've seen over your ministry? Because you you've pastored for how long? Uh, five and a half years. Five and a half years. Yeah. You grew up in the church. Yeah. You've probably held a vacuum or two in your hand at, at 10 o'clock at night after many, a service. Many, right? many times. Yeah. yeah. And, and again, for all of you watching, um, there are going to be some surprises for you today. We actually don't just sit around and eat, drink coffee all day. That's right. And, and, you know, we don't just go golfing all the time. <laughs> we just, you know, we I've actually. Ne- I've never played around a golf confession. I've literally never played around the golf. I don't know how to golf. Sorry. Hey, thanks for being with us today. That's awesome, Westlake. And we're, no, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just messing with you. Never. I'm just messing with you. Never. Not once. Never played around a golf. If I took you, would you go? Yeah, but you got to teach me how to hit the ball. No, 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 no. That, we're going to take the cameras. And oh, we're just going to go. This is going to be so good. <laughs> so, so tell me, like, what, what would you, like, give me, give me three simple things of ways people can get involved you don't have to have a talent to do it. You don't have to be gifted to do it. Yeah. But it makes a difference in the church. What are three yeah. things? Um, I think uh, asking the right questions, right? Asking people, hey, what needs to be done? Like, what, what can That's I do? Start. How can I? Yeah. How can how can I help? Um, a lot of times we just assume the that the answer is a certain thing, so we don't even ask the question. Like, oh, they've got enough people. But we've right. got to remember that usually it's twenty percent of the people doing eighty percent of the work. Mm. So by us not doing our part, we're actually hurting our friends and hurting yeah. the people who serve us at church or at any event that we go to. Um, and so ask the right questions and say, what what, what actually needs to be done? Um, and then I, I think also making yourself available and not yeah. just saying, like, I want to do something, but being available, clearing your schedule, making some sacrifices um, to, to show up and do something. Um, and then... I would say um, your attitude as well, understanding that this is a blessing. Uh, this is not a burden. This is a blessing. We get to do this. We get to build a church. Yeah. We get to help people. When people are in their deepest, darkest moments, who do yeah. they turn to? They usually turn to the church or a faith-based organization that has been there for them in the past. Mm-hmm. So if you want to make a real difference in someone's life, be a part of the solution. Wow. Um, and so I think I think for us right now, it's like a lot of people can feel helpless. Like I, I can't I can't really do anything. I don't have anything to to give, but wow. just jump on board with something that's already working, Yes, and then you get to be a part of the solution. And right. I think a lot of people, too, just assume that because they can't do everything that someone needs in that moment, that they, they shouldn't do anything. Mm. The enemy wants to convince us that if we can't do everything, we should just do nothing. Wow. But we've all got to do our part, right? That's right. When God solves problems, he doesn't use a person, he uses people yes. working together. Yep. And so it's, uh, you know, it's a, a group of people, you know, yeah. an effort, so... You know, it's, it's really interesting. You, you said something right there about get, get in, get, be a part of something that's working well. Yeah. And there's a, lot of, there's a lot of young people that are going, 
I don't want to do it that way. But here's what I've found. I've been a part of ministries. I've been a part of several churches in the past. I'm part of one of the greatest churches in the nation right now. As a matter of fact, I mean, they're a world-impacting church. Yes. Over my 22, 23 years of ministry, there's been a lot of things I've seen that I'm like, I don't know that I would do it that way. But they work for where we are in that moment. Okay. And there's a saying, you know, we're, we're not to reinvent, you know, there's no sense in reinventing the wheel. Right. But there is always ways to improve the wheel. Right. And one day, you may be down the road and you may be the person in charge. And it's a lot easier to have exp- have the experience, yeah. to know how to run a service, to know yeah. how to run uh, a meeting, to know how to run um, the organization, all the details that go into it. Yeah. You know, it's so funny. Uh, a lot of people show up to your summer camps mm-hmm. and go, oh, yeah, we all just showed up today. And thanks for making it happen. What they don't know is the hundreds of hours <laughs> of organization yeah. that it takes, the the just hours of planning a game. Yeah. Do we have everything it takes yeah. to make the game, you know, yeah. and, and going yeah. and so to be a part of things when you're young, you know, and I think about I think about uh, James River College. Yeah. Currently, the idea that people get to see it hands on. And I have students that go, Man, we don't do it that way at our church. And we, I don't know that I would do it that way. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, but we're doing it this way, mm-hmm. and it works really well. Yeah. And the church is growing. Yeah. And But more than I wouldn't do it that way, I have a lot of students and a lot of pastors that come to visit that are going, we're going to do it that way. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they take it to their context and to their size, yeah. to wherever they are, and they go, we can apply these simple things. Yeah, we can apply, you know, taking care of people. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, one of the things I love about James River, you know, even even in the midst of being socially distant and being healthy, mm-hmm. right now they're you know they're still taking care of our of our dream team members, yeah. our our volunteers. Mm-hmm. Um, they're still giving them snacks, still taking care of them, getting them coffee, and still serving them, and still smiling on their you know smile on their face. They're doing all those things, yeah. right? And um, I think there's just a lot of things we can do right now. Ask the question, how can I help? Yeah. And, and it would be really good. So um, let's get back to football. Okay. So your Chiefs won. Yep. I watched about four and a half minutes of football yesterday. Did the Colts win yesterday? Um, they were ahead. I think they won. I, be- I believe they won. Okay, I'm, so last I checked, they were ahead, but I didn't go back and check the did score. You, did you collect cards when you were a kid? Absolutely. What, what's your What's your most prized card? Do you still have it? Um, yeah, I still have all my cards. Um, I, I have a uh, so I have a Shaquille O'Neal um, card that has a piece of his jersey mm-hmm. like cut out in the card. You know, you can get like little yes. pieces of jersey cards. Yes. So I have a Shaquille O'Neal piece of the jersey card. One time, out of a pack, I pulled a Tracy McGrady little piece of the warm up card, and. Um, yeah, that's, that's uh, fun. Th- th- those are probably yeah. I think I have a Kobe one as well from one of his warm ups or something. I um, mean, those are like my. Did you collect like one player? Did you remember? Uh, like, I gotta have that guy. I had. I mean, Michael Jordan. I had. Like, I had tons. I still do have all my Michael Jordan cards. I don't have a rookie card. Um, and uh, that, was, that was before my time. But I have a lot of old Michael Jordan cards and yeah. all different kinds. So I was Ricky Henderson. Ricky Henderson. Ricky Henderson. Yeah. Ricky Henley Henderson. I had a bit of a issue. So I have over two hundred. Ricky Henderson baseball cards. 
I've never met anyone else who has that many Ricky Anderson cards. <laughs> I have his rookie card. I have I have like every unique card you can imagine. Yeah. Uh, we were opening a pack of baseball cards the other day, and I was like, "What?" It was like a throwback. I was like, "Yeah." And was Henderson in there? Yes, Ricky Henderson. So you know it, that that was worth the pack. Um, when's the last time you bought a pack of cards? Oh man, it's been probably fifteen years. Yeah. So you know it's super hot right now. Basketball really? card. Oh yeah. Ridiculous, crazy. Are you serious? People are so into it right now. It's what? unbelievable. Where's yes. my game? Why am I missing so, this? Go to Walmart. I got my cards. You go to Walmart. No sports cards on the shelves. Are you serious? None. So this morning, though, I went to the store and bought a pack of cards. So we're gonna open the cards. No way. Yeah. Are they so baseball? These, they're football because it's football season. So these are football cards. All right. So you gotta do it right. You gotta. Yeah, By the way, my, my player was Emmett Smith when I was growing Ooh. up, so I, I would collect Emmett Smith cards. So I got some of those in Deion Sanders. See, Deion's a man. He is. Deion's another one that could be top athlete. Oh yeah, absolutely for sure. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna. This may even. I think it's an old pack. I think it's why it's still on the no shelf because it wasn't supposed to be there. What, how many year? What, what year? Uh, like last year. There's like I can look now. There looks like there's some special cards in here. Is it tops? What's the uh, bro? There, there's some cards in here. Uh, this is score. Score, okay. score. Card. Yep. Anything that we get that's valuable today, we're going to give all the money to speed the light. Okay. How about that? Sounds good. All right. So Nick Chubb, Will Fuller, Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton. You know who he reminds me of? With the Red Rifle? You know who he reminds me of? Who? Howdy Doody. <laughs> Every time with the Red Rifle. There you go. Maurice Hurst. It, I don't know any of these guys. Yeah, I'm not really. Derrick Henry. Okay. Oh, hey, listen. I don't like him. Don't like Derrick Henry. Listen, this is this is uh, this this is one of my favorite players because he came to the church. Chris Harris Jr. Chris Harris Jr. Like the team he's on is he got traded. Oh, did he? Yeah. Okay. Isn't he isn't he on the Chargers now? I don't know. Almost almost as bad. But he's a Bronco. Yeah. Eric Ebron. Oh, Alejandro Villanueva. I just like saying that. Xavier Howard. I'm hoping for something really good here. Yeah, I'm, there's there's one particular player, maybe two, that I'm really hoping for. What about what about Patrick Mahomes? Would that be awesome? He, Would you keep it or give the money to speed the light? Um, <laughs> depends on how much it's worth. <laughs> Alan Robinson, James, maybe what if you bought it and gave the money to speed the light? Okay, all right. James I'd, White, I get in trouble for buying your card though. That wife would not be. She was thrilled. Not, not in your investment plan <laughs> no, right now. Nope. Josh Doxson, Sam Darnold. Here, you say that name. Uh, Marquez Valdez Scantlin. Oh, there you go. Oh, hey, 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 hey. Little Russ Wilson. There he is. Hey, we got a couple good cards. All right. Mark Ingram, nothing. Oh, you know what? You can say that name, too. I know how they say it, but I can't too. say it. Yeah, which he now plays for, I think he plays for the... Uh, Buccaneers now, Tampa Bay. Ooh, ooh. With uh, TB. TB. Tom Brady. Oh, sorry, I said it. I'm sorry. Luke, <laughs> I uh, that out. Is it Coakley? 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 I don't know. He's a good guy. <laughs> Geno Atkins, DeAndre Hopkins. Okay. Bad card. Throwbacks. How about Antonio Brown? Antonio Brown. That's a holographic card, too. It is. And James Conner. Are these still throwback cards? Something. I don't know if they are. Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. Signal Callers. Paul Hans team. I don't know if that's legal. Nick Chubb, another Nick Chubb, two in one pack. 
Who is it? Who is it? Is it is it all hands? It is a. What, what position does he play? And I'll see if I can guess. If I can guess the. You don't even need to know the position. Really? Patrick Mahomes. No, wait, we got a Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes. It, listen, it was destiny. The Lord is in this, okay? See, look at that. Listen. He's Boom! In this. this is. The Lord is in this. I'm going to go buy some more cards. Oh, man. Ooh. What a Juju Smith Schuster. Watch his YouTube video the other day. He bought his family a house, like a million plus dollar house. And he's got like five younger siblings. And they all like went in and picked out their own rooms. That's crazy. Who's this guy? What would, what would be cool? Are these stuck together? Uh-oh. Oh, no. Oh, Marquise Brown in an Oklahoma jersey. Uh-oh. Oh, you. Okay, little known fact. Baseball cards currently don't have the teams on the card. Why? Because I think they don't have the license with with uh, Major League Baseball. So it just has like all it has the them on the card, but every part of their no, uniforms like no brand, not even upper deck. I don't know. That's crazy. Tops doesn't. That's crazy. How about that? Jameis Winston. Oh, Jameis Winston. I was wondering what happened to him. <laughs> no, I mean seriously. I think he plays for the Patriots now. Okay, so I don't know. All uh, right. Um, here's here's about this. How about uh, fantasy stars with Aaron Rodgers? Aaron Rodgers. He's a he's a quarterback up in Wisconsin. He is. I almost met him, but uh, I say almost because he. <laughs> I, I walked up to him and he was eating a uh, he was eating a chicken wrap. Um, at this golf course, yes. and um, I walked up to him with a hat in my hand and a, and, a, and a marker for him to sign the sharpie to sign the hat, and he completely ignored me, acted as if I wasn't even standing there. So I was like, okay. Was that like last no, year? No, that was like 2011. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, that was the day I also if yelled at him. You don't know if he, you met Michael Jordan? I yelled at him, he looked at me, and he was like, <laughs> I, there's a video, I have it on video. I was like, what up, Mike? And he looked over his shoulder like, huh? And then he just like just shook his head and kept walking. That's funny. Yeah. Cam Newton, you met him? I have, I'm, no, I have not met him. I'm just trying to figure out what's that. What, what. Another DeAndre Hopkins celebration. I'm just wanting something really good. I mean, we already got the best card that there is to get. I mean. Oh, what? Oh, gosh. This it just pains me. It just ruins the pack. Uh-oh. You got, you got one. Yeah. Uh, Captains. Remember when he used to play for the Patriots? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Nick Bosa, Ohio State. Nick Bosa. Marquise Brown. Terry Godwin. LJ Scott, when he's for the Spartans. This is a big pack. Julian Love. Bro. Back in my day, they had like eight eight cards in a pack. Elijah Holyfield. Right, right. I called my mom the other day, right? Mm-hmm. My mom. Um... Finding baseball cards when you go to Walmart, buy them. Basketball cards, get them. All right, wanted to help help her son out because I'm 45 and buying cards. So are they selling well, like on eBay and stuff? Nuts, really nuts. Like basketball cards, you buy, find a pack of basketball cards right now, you can just take it and put it on eBay, and it'll sell almost double what you just paid for it without even opening them. No, that's crazy. If you find like a Zion Williamson, okay. How much do you think right now on eBay the most valuable current card is? Like it's it's printed the last two years. Oh, so not a rookie of like a vintage player or anything like that. Any player. Um, last two years. I think it would either be it's gonna have to be. Oh man, is it? It's probably gonna be a Kobe card, right? 
Is it not a Kobe card, even though it is, is a Kobe, Kobe card? Okay. With, let me, I'm trying to think of with what. another player that's a rookie. That's currently a rookie. Currently a rookie. Oh man, currently a rookie. I'm or he just maybe I don't know. I don't know. It, it seems like so much is jumbled together right now. Would it be? Uh, would it be uh, big guy? Oh, he's a big guy. Yeah. Pelicans. Zion. Zion. What? So it's Kobe and Zion on the same card. Autographed? Both autographed. Okay. Yeah. There's three of them on eBay right now. The cheapest one is how much? 10K. More? 12? 70 grand. Shut up. 70, 85, and $99,000 are the three offers right now. Why? It's a I mean, right. It is a card it, with two signatures on it. I'm sure it's been graded, but still, <clears throat> that's crazy. One of them's graded, the other two aren't. Crazy. When, it, when and you probably remember this years ago. If there were more than one autographs on the card, it actually didn't increase the value. It right. was only as much as the most player yeah. on the card. So it was actually worth more if you just had one autograph on one card. If it was like a Matt Johnson, Michael Jordan, you know. John right. Elway or whatever it would be, which I'm not a John Elway fan. I don't know, usually don't speak his name, but yeah, Tom Brady, John Elway. <laughs> so, who needs him? So, let me, so let's 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 talk about this. Let's talk about the signature on your life. Mm. So that's good. When you're when you are young, you want to be certain people, yeah, right, and you want to be uh, who everyone else likes. I had I had a Michael Jordan jacket. Oh. Right? I had an Oakland Ricky Henderson. I didn't have a Henderson jersey. I had an Oakland jersey because my parents couldn't afford to have the, 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 the stitching with the hand on, yeah. on the back of it. Yep. Um, what would you say to people right now who are trying to um, fit in? And, and, and they're, they're trying to be everything but who they are. What, I, what advice would you give? I would just say stop. I would say don't. I mean, it's, it's fitting in is not... Is not what it's cracked up to be. You know, we never meant to fit in in the first place. And as long as we're fitting in, I think we're failing to do what God's called us to do. Yeah. Um, you know, of course, there's going to be there's going to be moments where we're reaching culture, so we've got to be around it, but we don't have to be just like it. Yeah. Um, and I think if our priorities are right, we're not going to fit in, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Like if we're if we're really trying to be who God's called us to be, live the life that we were always meant to live, we're not going to we're not going to fit in. Well, we're we're going to stand out. And right now you have a lot of people who are doing things just because they're popular, whether it's buying a pair of shoes that they don't even like just because they're hyped and they're popular, or wearing clothes that they don't like, or getting a meal from McDonald's that they don't even like just because there's an artist's name on the meal. Yeah. Like things like that. Like if you look at what people will do for clout or for hype, it's just like it's it's exhausting. It's I think it's exhausting. And so I'm just like, wear what you like. Yeah. Um, be who God's called you to be, be, be unique, be yourself. Um, and that's that's the most fulfilling thing that you can be is who God's called you to be. And one thing I would say to young leaders is that I think if young leaders are are trying to uh, they're trying to I would say make a name for themselves, build their own brand. Mm. I would just tell them just stop. If you're trying to be known, 
well-known, just, just stop. Wow. It's exhausting. Yeah. Because what happens is you end up going to church services, conferences, events, and you immediately start comparing yourself to everyone else there. And it takes, it takes all the fun out of it. Wow. The moment you stop comparing yourself to other people at an event or at a gathering or at a party, a group of people, the moment you stop comparing yourself, that's when it starts becoming fun. Yeah. And it stops becoming fun when you're like, I, I want to be known and i got to prove myself. It's right. not fun anymore. Yeah. Then, it, then it's all this sick game that no one else is playing but you and maybe a few other people there. And it's just, it's not fun. That's it. So I just think being who God called you to be, it's, gonna, it's, gonna, it's the best. And it's an adventure. Yeah. I, I, I quit trying to be Joel Houston about <laughs> 15 years ago. Stop well, trying to sing. Right, right. Like the first... <laughs> So I, I used to sing. Did yeah. you know that? Yeah. And so you sang in college, right? I sang in college. I, did, <laughs> I led worship for years, uh, different churches I was at. and um, But I, I remember like trying to be a different singer. And, and man, it never worked. One, you, you get it, you get so caught up in trying to be like them. Yeah. So you're, you're cutting your hair like them. Yeah. You're wearing the same kind of clothes they wear. And yeah. what you don't realize is that you go to buy those clothes and you're like, oh, those fit different. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, they, 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 I can't afford it. That must be to Joel Houston. I mean, he could shop at Walmart for all I know. Sure. But we're always trying to keep up. Yeah. And what we do is we lose focus on what we're supposed to be doing. Yeah. And you're like, I just spent more on my clothes than I did yeah. on building the kingdom. Yeah. You know, um, tell, tell me about, uh, I know one of the things that means a lot to you is missions. Yeah. And speed the light. Yeah. So what, what is, what is, Tell me about your heart for Speed Light. What's that do? Um, well, Speed Light is the missions initiative of students in the Assemblies of God. So right. in, in the United States, we have over 13,000 Assemblies of God churches. Yep. In our district, we have about 360, give or take a few, depending on the season of the year. Um, but the missions initiative of the students is Speed the Light. Right. It's the students' responsibility to raise money to purchase vehicles and communication equipment, such as sound systems, projectors, screens, things like that, for missionaries all over the world. And so you've got kids who are raising general money for missions, adults who are raising general money for missions, but the student's responsibility is to buy the vehicles, because without a vehicle to get into the Rift Valley in Kenya, there's not going to be a missionary that can go into the Rift Valley in Kenya. Wow. So they've got to do that. And I, I once heard a leader say that if it's everyone's responsibility, it's no one's responsibility. Mm. But what we've done in the assemblies of God is we've assigned that to students, and students have taken it, taken it on, and taken ownership over it. And so in 2019, the students in our district raised uh, $318,000 for for missions for Speed the Light. That's right. And um, we've you know just been pushing at that, trying to get get vehicles to missionaries. And one thing that's heavy on my heart is when we're sending a missionary family overseas, or to South America, or Australia, or wherever they're going. The thought of that family with young kids um, having to take public transportation in a city in a nation that they've never even been to, yeah. going places they've never been to, they can't they can't read the signs or any different language, they don't know people. That that keeps me up at night, and so I'm just like, we're not we're not going to let these families go overseas yeah. and take public transportation in a, a third world country that they've never been to. We're going to give them a vehicle so they can figure out where they're going, get there safely, and yeah. preach the gospel. Um, and so we, we care about that. And then right now we're in an initiative where we're helping raise funds for water wells in East Africa. Oh, come on. Um, with uh, John Bongiorno yeah. from World Surf, World Surf through Speed the Light. Yep. And so we are providing uh, the equipment it takes to build the wells on Assemblies of God property yep. in East Africa. So then you put the well there, people come to the property, they get to know the church, the church serves them, they get to know Jesus, 
Yes. The entire community has changed. Right. So we're working on that right now, and uh, we've seen students give generously. Uh, it's been crazy to see some of the things that students have done yeah. to raise money for Speed the Light, and uh, it's, it's just awesome. Give us a couple of examples. So we've got a student in southeast Missouri who um, he kicked a thousand soccer balls um, to try and raise money for Speed the Light. Uh, there was a kid here in Springfield a few years ago who had this idea for mm. one in a thousand. Crazy. You know him. And uh, it was one person doing yeah. a thousand of something, whether it's um, shooting a thousand free throws, hitting a thousand golf balls, yeah. throwing a thousand axes, and then people sponsor them. And uh, when that happens, you raise a lot of money. Yeah. And so we've had people run laps, do a thousand laps around the track. We've had people uh, block soccer balls, kick soccer balls. We had one girl do a thousand cartwheels to raise money Holy for cow. Speed the Light. I can't um, do five. I, I can't do one. I've never done a cartwheel. Can't. I don't know how to do one. That and golf. We are going to change your life. <laughs> I can't do today. a cartwheel. We're going to take you golfing. We're going to get you to do a cartwheel. We're going to get you to do a cartwheel on the golf course. <laughs> okay, let's do the it. The cameras are going to be it. with us. We're going to do, do that. We're going to make it happen. Let's go for it. <laughs> That's um, awesome. But uh, but yeah, we've, we've seen students just go above and beyond. Um, yeah. yeah. It's just been, it's been awesome. You know, and it goes back to... One of our first things we're talking about, the excuses. Yeah. Because someone can look at that and go, well, I can't do a thousand of anything. Right. Well, yeah, you can throw a thousand baseballs. Yep. Or, yep. or you can, you know, do a thousand cartwheels. Yep. Everyone has something they can yeah. do. They can stare at a camera for a thousand minutes, you know. Mm -hmm. Just, I mean, there's always something, yeah. right? But it doesn't matter if you're giving $5. Right. Or fifty thousand dollars. Yep. As long as you're doing what God's asked you to do. Yep. And I, I and I, I'm a believer in stepping out. Yep. And 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 not not and I. Again, it goes back to that principle of like I was doing this so I would get this. I'm showing yep. up the event so I could get notice, or I'm yep. coming to this so I can gain a, 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 a more of a platform. Yep. Right. And you learn not to give because you're going to get. Yep. You learn to give because someone's going to get more. Yep. People's lives are going to be changed. Right. And God will not be outgiven. Right. You Never. can't outgive God. It's impossible. We, and had, we had another student, actually, who was at our youth conference, our youth convention last fall, and uh, he felt the Lord telling him to give a certain amount of money to Speed the Light. He took up an offering. And he had been saving that money for a pair of Nike shoes. Yep. And uh, he felt like the Lord wanted him to give it. So he contacted his dad and said, I want you to bring my money so I can give it. And he ended up giving giving the money he was saving for the shoes yep. to Speed the Light. Um, and, and ultimately, it was a, kind of a cool thing that we got to be a part of because we, we heard what happened. And we were able to find a way to purchase the shoes for this young man kind of as a, as a blessing. That's awesome. You know, he didn't expect it. Um, and I had people do those things in my life. Sure. When I was growing up, and yeah. so time you know, and time again, yeah, oh, over and over and over again, yeah. And so we want to we want to try and do do things like that, have moments like that when we can, right? And so that was a really cool moment in the student. Just see. being faithful, yeah. Just being faithful with what you've been given, yeah. God will give you more, yeah. So, yeah. Um, hey, if you if you were to say, hey, right now, here's one thing I want people to hear, yeah. What would it be? Um, if we're talking leaders, if you're wanting to be a leader, you want to grow in your leadership, uh, it's very popular right now to be a great communicator, right, and to be a great speaker, and to be someone who is eloquent with words and is good at writing and posting things on social media that make people, you know, 
uh, what's, what's, what's the word, repost it, <laughs> to yeah. make it go viral, right? Um, I think we need, we need people who are not just well-spoken, but people who are well-versed mm-hmm. in scripture. And I feel like that's something the Lord put on my heart in July, was just that stop worrying about being well-spoken. Work on your craft, get better at speaking and communicating and yeah. leading, but more than well Because you're a great speaker, by the way. Oh, thanks. Um, I appreciate that. Um, but uh, it's, it's, it's more important to be well-versed in Scripture. Yeah. We don't need people who are great communicators. We do. But more than that, we need people who know the Word of God. Because right. ultimately, that's what's going to bring change. That's, that's what, it. That is what is anointed. Yeah. You know, it's God's Word even more than we are. That's um, awesome. And so that's, you know, that's one thing that I'm, I'm passionate about right now because that's kind of what the Lord has been doing in me. Uh, and then another thing I would say is that obviously in this season there is a limit on what we can do. Yeah. There's a limit on where we can go. And I have canceled, I have canceled thousands, and I, I, I literally thousands of miles of travel this year. Yeah. I mean, I was supposed to get to preach on multiple other continents and coast to coast, and it was huge, huge opportunities, dreams fulfilled. Yep. Canceled all of it, mm. and I, I felt that the Lord was putting on my heart that there will be a limit on what you can do, where you can go, but there's not going to be a limit on how much you can grow in this season if you really, if you really want to. So how much we grow is on us, right? Mm-hmm. That no, no government, no uh, health department, no virus, nothing like that can that's limit so how much we can grow because that's really between us and us and God. Yeah. Um, and so I've been trying to grow in a number of different areas. With that in mind, just knowing that I gotta grow. That's know? it. Yeah, well, you're talking about those cancellation moments. Um, I had actually gotten sick in March and was home two or three days. And this is the beginning yes. of all of it. Yep. And uh, I felt good Wednesday. Pastor encouraged me, hey, stay home. So I stayed home, slept like the whole day. And on Thursday, we're going to leave to go to Colorado for the their district yeah. convention and fine arts, mm-hmm. and we're taking 22 students to go serve them. Then we're going to do a mission trip behind it. We're going to go from the mission trip all the way to New Mexico, yeah. which, by the way, they just raised 150 thousand dollars for Speed of Light. Yep. Now on a on a bike 500 ride. mile bike ride. Yeah, yeah. Yep. In New Mexico, it's yep. not flat. No, right. Not at all. So right. a way to go. Uh, New Mexico. Yeah, Austin Great great guy. And so Thursday, I'm in the rental van on the way to the church, and I get the phone call. Hey, cancel the trip. It's it's all starting to heat up. We don't know what's going on. I called. The district was, uh, Sean was just like, oh, man, you got to be kidding me. Called me that night. He's like, hey, we've canceled the event. So a big part of why we travel and promote and do this is to get more college students there. Right, right. Let me just say this. God knows more than you know the desire of your heart. Right. The desire of our heart was to go and serve that incredible district, that incredible yeah. ministry, and, and again in New Mexico. Great friends there. I was so excited. Yeah. And God knew our heart. Yeah. And um, I was sitting at orientation, and all of a sudden, it starts clicking with me that I think we have, I'm going to look to my guys, we have now... Three Colorado students. Really? Freshmen. It's awesome. Kids that we never went to. That's awesome. But we were supposed <laughs> yeah. to. Yeah. And so somehow God orchestrates it yeah. where they're here. Yeah. You know? Awesome. And so I want to encourage you with this. All of those dreams, all of those m- moments that you've always waited for and have just thought about, 
they're not canceled. God's going to make a way to do things in your life that you never thought was going to be able to happen again. And and taking the moments you have, being faithful with what you've been given, like you're saying, hey, keep moving forward. Keep doing it. And to have that come into fruition, to watch it. You know, I was thinking about all the other places we could have gone this summer. And I was like, we got a student from there. We got a student from there. Awesome. We got a student from there. God just keeps on being faithful. And he's sending people to a place that's remaining faithful. Yeah, absolutely. So as you remain faithful, God will bring people around you to be faithful. You know, I, I love this um, sermon series we're at in the church, and it's so good to see you on on uh, Sundays when you're in town uh, yeah, to be a part of the church. I haven't been there in several weeks because I've been, yeah. been traveling, getting to preach now. Yeah, things are open a little more in the state. This this series led by fire. Yeah, powerful, right? powerful. I'm sitting there yesterday, and I'm just like, am I even saved? Like, what am I doing? You know, and I've devoted my <laughs> yes. life to ministry. Yes. I have a few stories yes. of sacrifice yes. and obedience, yes. and I'm just like. Man, that's so powerful. Yeah, and and I just think that's the season we all are in right now. Yeah, pastor yesterday at the end of his message. I hope they clip that mm-hmm. and put it on because I honestly I believe that encouragement. Don't be led by fear. Yeah. Yes. Don't 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 cower into what everyone else is saying. Yeah. And to be scared. Mm-hmm. But you know, stronger is he who's in me. Yeah. Than in the world, than a than an epidemic, than yep. a pandemic, than anything. Yep. And to move forward with that. So hey, thanks for being with us, man. We really appreciate it. Huge honor. Huge honor. Love you. Love the college. And it's an honor to be part of it. Thanks, man. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Now apply what you have learned and go out and bless someone's face off.